Welcome to our Disciple Making Podcast. Today is the introduction to the Bible. There's probably nothing more foundationally significant for a disciple than to get his arms around the Bible. And that's our goal today. Now, it may surprise you to learn that the Bible is not a religious book. It's a love letter written by God to you. And though it was written many years ago, it's a miracle book that is just as powerful and relevant as the evening news and as personal as a text message from your friend. Yes, it's big, but don't let the size overwhelm you. For all that the Bible contains, the only remarkable aspect is how brief and strategic and potent the Bible really is. Now, the Bible exists for one ultimate purpose, that you may know and experience the God of the Bible. The Apostle John wrote in the Gospels, but these are written, that is what what he just wrote in the Bible, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Now, that's as succinct a purpose statement that you'll find in the Bible. John said that the Bible, and certainly his gospel in particular, was written to stimulate in you and in me faith in Jesus Christ so that by that faith we may have eternal life. This means that when you read the Bible, you are encountering the God of the Bible, not just the words of the Bible. Now, in the bigger scope of things, let's understand that the Bible is one book made up of 66 books, written on three continents by 40 contributing authors over a period of 1,600 years in three languages covering four civilizations, 60 generations, and all by one author. Now, every year since the printing press was invented, the Bible has been the number one bestseller, selling more than 100 million copies every year. The Bible has sold over 5 billion copies total, and it's far and away the world's bestseller. The sayings of Chairman Mao was a distant second, selling approximately 700 million copies. That's according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Now, the entire Bible explains God's redemptive plan in Christ. In the Old Testament... Christ is contained. In the New Testament, Christ is explained. Now, let me just give you an overview of the Old Testament. In fact, I'd encourage you right now, grab your Bible, turn to the table of contents, and I'd encourage you to mark it this way. In the table of contents, there is 5-12-5-5-12. Let me explain. The first five books, and mark these, the first five books in the Old Testament are the books of Moses. You can put Moses next to those five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. The next 12 are history books. Put, put history next to those 12. Then the, the middle five are the books of, of poetry. And isn't that beautiful? That in the smack dab in the middle of the Old Testament are the five books of poetry. Then you have 12 major prophets and 12 minor, I'm sorry, five major prophets and 12 minor prophets. And the only reason they're called major and minor is 
The major are the longer and the minor are the shorter. It doesn't mean that they're minor in terms of importance or major in terms of importance. So you add it up and what you've got is 17, 5, 17. 17 history books, five poets, and then 17 prophets. You break up the history into two groups, five and 12, five written by Moses and 12 others, and you break up the 17 prophets into two groups, five major and 12 minor. So that's the outline of the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it's somewhat similar. You've got the history, and instead of the poets, you've got letters, 12 written, uh, I'm sorry, 22 books of the New Testament are letters written by Paul and others. And then you've got the book of prophecy, which is the book of Revelation. So you divide it up, you've got 5, 13, 8, 1. 5, 13, 8, 1. Five are history, the four gospels and the gospel, and then the book of Acts. Uh, 13 letters by Paul, uh, eight general letters written by others, and then one being the book of prophecy, 5, 13, 8, 1. Now this may surprise you, but you can read through the entire Bible from Genesis through Revelation in only 77 hours at normal reading speed. The, out loud, you can read it. Uh, most of us read faster uh, silently than we do out loud, but even on the slowest would take 77 hours. So if you, if you commit to reading through the Bible, in 10 minutes a day, you can read through the entire Bible in a year. And it's interesting, of everything that it's recorded that Jesus said in the four gospels, 10% of his words were quotes from the Old Testament. In the gospels, there are 1,876 verses that contain words of Christ. And 180 of these verses are direct quotes or strong references to the Old Testament. Now, it's fair to say that behind and beneath the Bible, above and beyond the Bible, is the God of the Bible. Now, uh, in your notes for this teaching, there are uh, a number of benefits in reading the Bible. Number one, it will bring you to salvation. That's the ultimate purpose of scripture is it reveals Christ so that through Christ you might be saved. Second, you will get to know God better personally. Third, it will bring you to know God's son, Jesus Christ. Fourth, it will bring conviction of sin and awaken your conscience. The fact of the matter is the Bible is profitable for reproof that's when the word of God gets invasive. It's a double-edged sword. It's useful for correction and training in righteousness. Number five, it will bring you genuine faith that you may trust in God. There's full of faith-building material in, in the Bible. Six, it brings you abundant life. And there's verses for all of these, but it gives joy, prosperity, peace, victory, understanding, wisdom, success, and moral purity. And number seven, it brings you a host of other blessings. In fact, 
the first verse, the first couple verses of the final book in the Bible, the book of Revelation, chapter one, verse three says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear it and keep what is written in it. So the blessing of Bible reading, of Bible understanding, of Bible study. And it also says there in 1 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, that it, all scripture is breathed out by God so that the person of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. May God instill in you a hunger for the word of God. And may that appetite that he's given you uh, be expressed and, and applied by your reading and understanding of scripture. The purpose of this podcast is to make disciples. And in order to make disciples, you need an understanding of the Bible. And I trust that this has been helpful to you. God bless you.